You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for another edition of Restore the Floor with Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney, and we're here to talk about the Detroit Pistons who are right now, as we record this podcast, in the middle of a back-to-back with the Philadelphia 76ers, a team that I grew up loving. I saw their championships. I saw them absolutely tank the process for a few years. Not on purpose. And uh, Well, yeah, it was on purpose. And I also saw them have the worst record in NBA history when I was 14 years old. When they went nine and seventy-three, we called them the nine and seventy-three years. And right now, Evan, the Detroit Pistons were the two and twenty-twoers. Have a chance <laughs> to go where the likes of Fred Carter, Hal Greer at the end of his Hall of Fame career, and others like Kevin Lockery were, and win nine or less games. It is unbelievable. And la- and you know Wednesday night they took on the Sixers at LCA and. Embiid had a double-double at the half. He had 30 points. He ended up with, what, 40? 41, yeah. And didn't play the fourth quarter. I Look, I know Jalen Duran wasn't hurt, and Big, big Bad Beef Stew got ejected. But it was, it was a joke. It was something. I mean, <laughs> if there's one thing we can take out of this, there's it seems like you can make money off of betting against the team. I know. It seems that you can take the – opponent's best player take the over in points and that's going to hit Embiid I was telling you yesterday was 34 and a half and right. it's like uh, that's a lot of points and it didn't have time to <laughs> I know and it's just the first thing I asked you I said it's almost like they don't care right now like just the emotion that you see on the floor yes Isaiah Stewart got ejected because he tossed Patrick Beverly after that little and that's also what Patrick Beverly does is try yes. to get under your skin and yeah. he succeeded so well that Isaiah Stewart just flung him, just flung him on that pick. And it's like, did you not think you were going to get tossed from that? And maybe that was his way of, I don't even want to play anymore today. I know. I, I don't know. see any emotion out of the Pistons leader in Cade Cunningham. I see more out of Bogey. Yeah. And it's like, and maybe that's where, you know, people say that the team needed leadership and yada, yada. It's not fun to lose. But no. right now, it's almost like they're just emotionless. Like, win, lose, draw. Like, And and if they do win, and when they do win, I don't want to see, like, a celebration. Like, when the Lions were, like, 0-14 that one year, and right. they beat the Vikings. Johnny Morton's throwing his helmet in the air. He's going on, <laughs> what, Jay Leno yes, or something yes. the next night. Like, I don't want to see that kind of crap. No. It's uh, embarrassing for everybody involved. And You're right. And you look at – and this is where box scores are deceiving if you don't, you know, go through or, or see a decent part of the game. Because you look and you say, oh, okay, Cody had 21 points. He was one for eight from three. He was five for 17 from the field. He did have seven assists, but he's not played great. Let me see why I'm a little turnovers. Oh, he only had one. Yeah, they didn't turn the ball over that much. They just couldn't make anything. Yes, I mean, they got good looks. They only had two turnovers at halftime. Right. I will say this, and it's not an excuse, but you do wonder if Bogdanovich was healthy from the beginning, where they would be, how many more games they would have won, because he's freaking good. I think it would be really, really interesting to see that because 
there would be games that he goes off for 30 points. But I think with him on the floor, you take away from Cade and what he's trying to do offensively. I don't know. It's weird, Stoney. It's almost like once they go down, they don't even run set plays anymore. It's literally like watching basketball at Lifetime Fitness. <laughs> one guy gets it, he tries to drive or get an open shot, and that's that. Maybe you try one pass, and most of the time when they try their pass is because they got into the lane, they got clogged up, and they had to dish out. I know. Like, And that's the only reason why, and it's just... Stoney, when we when we started this podcast this year, we really thought things were going to be different. Yes. You could have asked both of us at the beginning of the year, would they be worse than last year? And we would have no. instantly said there's no chance of that. No. They have a new coach. They got some better players. They, you know, there were young players, had a little more. You were getting your star back them. fully healthy. When what we heard about, and it makes me wonder about that USA practice, like, what happened between then when you're practicing against the best players in the world, well, most of them, in, in that Team USA practices, but maybe we saw with Team USA, they weren't that good altogether. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But all we heard was this kid should be playing on this select team right yes. now. And then you see him play, and and I hate what people say. He has no help around him, yada, yada, yada. But I promise you, for next week's, podcast stoney i'm going to have this stat it's going to take a little time but i wanted to go through if cade cunningham has played i'm just spitballing 75 career games mm -hmm. in the nba how um, 100 career games so i'll do it today okay i wonder what the lowest winning percentage for number one overall pick through 100 games is wow you know what i mean yeah it's it's very low for him and you just think when you draft one one yes they're not all what lebron james right. obviously not you get your anthony edwards but he's not anthony edwards he doesn't have that kind of athleticism like well percentage wise right now it's still a very small percentage uh, sample size because it's only a quarter of what cade's played but victor webinyama's winning percentage yeah it's not very good either no. and it's just how how different would this team be if they got him this year probably not that different right yeah but I, you know what we'd sit there and say it's okay that's Absolutely. Okay. It would be totally fine. Because right we now. would see games, and this is not to slight us or Thompson, but we would see games because Victor's had games where he's had 30 and things like that. So you you'd have the, the glance of the future. And Asur is is a very nice player. Yes. Don't get me wrong. But right. this is did you see what Gilbert Arenas was saying about him? No, he about Asur? Like, yeah, he was just dogging him. He's like, if a guy's averaging 10 points in his rookie year, he ain't him, and yada, yada, yada. And then people are like, Gilbert, you only averaged 10 points a game your rookie year. Oh, really? Like, and Gilbert ended up being one hell of a player for, what, I think three Great year, offensive player, Like a yeah. three-year stretch. He was really, really good. There's no doubt and about it. And then Guns got involved, and that was that for and, him. And you bring up Asur, and this is what I worry about. All the losing right out of the bat of your NBA career, what that does to you psychologically. I don't know the answer to that. His brother is on another bad team, but they surrounded him. and it was a and little Jaylen bit over Green. 500. Yeah, exactly, because they got Van Vliet and they got you know some other veterans and they there. went and spent on it. And yes. the Pistons just haven't spent any money at right. all. And, and maybe that's partially because they know they're going to have to pay Cade. They know that they're going to have to – you probably got to pay Kelly. I mean, they're probably going to bring that kid back. Monty seems to love him, right? I don't, I, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I, I think it's – eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. 
With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What do they do well? Do they do anything well? As a team, they dress well walking into the locker room. Sometimes. So, yeah, no, I'm only kidding. I, <laughs> but that's that's the problem. I don't think they do anything good. They run, you know, when they can get in a transition, they can run. They're pretty good on alley-oop dunks. Okay, there okay. you go. Um, I'll give you that one. There was a couple I, nice I, they, ones last night. Yes, they don't defend very well. They don't they, shoot the ball well. They're getting out-rebounded a lot, even when they're healthy. But, they I certainly mean, don't shoot the ball very well. Even before Isaiah Stewart got ejected, did you see his stat line? Yeah. 22 minutes, four points, four boards. Yeah. Like, dude, you're our big. I know. Well, the two Isaiahs combined for six points in uh, 49 minutes. Well, that's another one, Stoney. 27 <laughs> talk, minutes for we talk, Isaiah we talk, we talk about him every pocket. we got to stop. It, but I can't because I he's out there. He's playing more minutes than, I mean – Marcus Sasser, he's completely fallen off this rotation. He can't get in there at all except for garbage minutes. And you see why, because, I mean, he makes some bonehead decisions, but you got to expect that with a rookie. But I mean, at least he was 3-3. Three of three. I mean, James Wiseman played okay, but yeah. you're 7-1 and you have three boards, dude. Did you, did you see Embiid posting him up? I mean, it was like oh, Wiseman couldn't. I mean, so it's, not, not that many people can. but No, but it's so weird because he is that big, but he looks small against Embiid. Yeah. And I was like, geez, oh, man. Like, I just. You know what's so great about Embiid, just to digress for a second? He was 12 for 12 from the line. A big guy that can shoot free throws. And threes and step backs. And it's watching his game. Listen, I love to hate on Philly in the process and make jokes and this and that. He is one of the finest NBA players I have seen in a long time. And, like, in baseball, we have a five-tool player. That's what he is in the NBA. There's nothing he doesn't do well. Right. It's weird. They get blown out by 18 to the Pistons uh, to Philly. And Maxi doesn't have a really good game. He's their second-best player. It was almost like they were like, dude, just do whatever. Like, they could do no wrong. You got – dude, it's like everybody on their team played. Even Mo Bamba's playing. Kelly Oubre Jr., he's good, even coming off the bench. That that team is weird because, you know, 
they had on paper more talent in previous years and just never got anything. Now, look, obviously it's not the playoffs now. But, I, you know, I haven't seen them play that much. But my friends who follow them closely and, and my brother-in-law, they are just so free without, having, without, without having Harden there and the whole Simmons stuff there. And actually, I mean, I know he's a great guy. Not having Doc Rivers, hiring Nick Nurse seems to really, Doc Rivers. has really been really good for him right now. What about that dunk that Melton had, too? He just took it right down the middle of the lane, dunked it on him, hung on the rim for a second mm-hmm. so he didn't fall on his head. I know. I just, Stoney, like, being a basketball fan, like, it's hard to watch. It really is. And, like, w- what are we rooting for right now? Like, that's that's what I'm curious about. I go into each game, and I and I root for I, – I really do root for Cade Cunningham because I, I really want him – to succeed here, and I really thought we were getting a more modern version of Grant Hill with just the game that he had. But Grant still won, man. He got him to the playoffs. Yes, he did. And, I mean, granted, they didn't beat the Hawks or whatever it was the one year that they were there. And I just – I don't see a future with many of these players. Like, Jay Nivey, it kind of feels – They – Forced, right? Yeah. Like, he has to force his shots up. And when you look back – you know, Benedict Matherin was the next pick. And he's played phenomenal. Yes. And a lot of people were debating between him and Ivy, you know? Yeah. And well, the whole, that whole team. <laughs> yeah, Halliburton instead of Killian. I mean, it's crazy to think. So what do we do? What, what like, are well, we looking for? If, you, if you're Troy Weaver right now and you're sitting downtown Detroit thinking about this game, what, what are you doing? Like, that's what I don't know. You're trying to figure out what you can get for some of your assets at the trade deadline. That's the only thing you can do. Because some of these other teams that have gone through this, for lack of a better word, process, even I don't mean it the same way as yeah, no, what, I get what, it. what Philly did, they at least were getting some draft choices in return for trades. The, the, the Pistons don't have that. But So let me ask you, do you trust Troy Weaver then if he got those draft picks? And that's that's where... I'm having a struggle with myself. Yes, I do, and you know, you know, I feel I like Troy Weaver a lot, but it's oh, he's, like, he's great to you. The bottom line is, it's just it ain't working. You know, like it's so weird because when Troy Weaver, every almost every draft, we have praised the man afterwards, praised him. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got Jay Nivey, what a steal of the draft. You know, the talk between Cade and, and Jalen Green, they got Cade, and then they trade up, and they get Durin, and this guy's the steal of the draft. You know, you get Killian, then you trade up, and you get Isaiah Stewart, and you're like, we're not done yet. And they have uh, Sadiq, Sadiq Bay, and it's just these players aren't working. He's he's seeing players, what I feel, that are, are great individual guys, but not great team guys. The rosters do not mesh, and even some of the guys on the bench are not like – core bench players that you really want to, you know, have. Oh, yeah, okay, Burke's coming off the bench. He's okay. Yeah, Knox was a guy you got off the couch this year. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly don't know what they can do. They're going to have to trade. You know, Bogdanovich is gone. Burks is gone. Yeah. And so if, if they can get rid of both of them for this year, I don't know. If you ask I me, mean, I think anybody on this team is open. So do I. I mean, that's why I said they have to. he has to be able to figure out what's the most I can get for even Cade. What just, can I get for him? You know, and, the, and the other problem is, looking ahead, and maybe we should start to do it, is everybody says this is not the year that you want to have the number one pick. It's not a great draft. I mean, you got some guys in Europe. There's the guy, was this a star or star or something? Please. Yeah, that's the big. Yeah. He's like seven foot. From he Australia, right? Zero shot. Yeah. Um, so another on. guy who can't shoot? 
Is that what we need? If we're thinking about the same guy. Let me see. I'm going to pull up a mock draft. We might as well, right? Yeah. I mean, so this is from NBA.com. So they have, yes, Alexander Saar, 7-1. His pro comparison is Jaron Jackson. Okay. He's a setter, which, you know, the Pistons need one. (laughs) Um, He's 18. Here, who does this remind you of? Lack of strength, shooting reliability, and handle. James Wiseman. It's like right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then you got this Nikolai Topic. This is a point guard, six six. Isaiah Collier from USC. USC. Everybody seems to love him. Yeah, it's the three get... of the first four, and then you got yeah, where do they have what? They're the foreign from Duke. Dudes. Is he? He's not going to be a top ten pick, is he? Phil so Kowski, this is what they're saying with the top, right? You got a, a team. Peruth or Perth Wildcats. You got that Mega MIS. These are the teams. USC. We know them. Mm-hmm. JL Borg. No idea. The G League Ignite. Oh, okay. another G League Ignite. And then Connecticut. Stephen Castle. Yeah. Baylor, Jacoby Walter, which we'll see at LCA. Maybe he'll feel at home. <laughs> Colorado. Like, okay, so like the first, they're all foreign dudes, and it's like, Yes, that has transpired very well for the NBA. Look at Luka. Look yes. at you know Jokic, who got tossed the other night again. Again, Midwest, yeah. Um. So yeah, Stony. I don't know where we go from here. I've, this is the most confused I have ever been. Like I'm, watching I'm, I'm, a team. This is the most disappointing I've been been in a while because I understood the first few years of Troy Weaver. Now let's talk about the NBA in general and a couple of crazy things that happened lately in the league and. Let's start with a, a local man here in the great state of Michigan, and that is Michigan State's own Draymond Green. Draymond Green overreacted. I'm sure you yeah. were totally shocked by that. Yeah, and you said know, he was trying to get loose or something like he that. He was trying to sell the call. And you know, I'm not a up- flopper, but I will try to sell the call. And he hits Nurkic, and he says, "Look, you guys know me. If I would have done it on purpose, I would not have apologized. But it was an accident. If that's an accident." Uh, I don't know what the, what he's doing because it looked certainly that it was on purpose. Now, did Nurkic milk it a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, why not? But you know what? When you have, if you're going to sell the call, he's going to sell the call. When you have, when you've been kicked out when of, of three games already this year, and as I said on the Stony Jansen program, Draymond has more ejections than the Pistons have wins this season, which is pretty sad. <laughs> That's three, um, and you had the you know the um, the incident with Gobert. I mean, the NBA did the right thing. Yes, suspending him indefinitely. And he's got to. I don't know when I would let him back. I don't know. Because he's not going to change. It's hard to judge somebody's mental health, but he's got a problem. And it's he's hurting his team, and his team is desperately needs him to be there and be really good because Clay Thompson ain't playing very well. It's crazy how bad he's playing. I know, and they're on the verge of not making the playoffs. It's still very early, and I actually feel bad for Steph because he's still balling out like crazy. Yeah, Draymond just needs to chill out, man. Mm-hmm. Go go, sit back with your indefinite suspension. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, do I really want to play this game at a high level? Yeah. And play the game the right way. You, Yes, I understand when you grew up. And by the way, you weren't really alive in the 80s to see that basketball. No. Like, uh, move off of it. That that doesn't have a place in today's game. It just doesn't. No. Well, and, if you believe Rashid, who said he learned it in our locker room. and yeah. But they weren't really like that that no, much. No. I mean. They yelled a little bit at the referee. Yeah. 
Yeah, and but, I mean, they talk crap, and Rashid, but Rashid wasn't, I mean, no. he was getting texts for talking. Yes. Not for punching and fighting and stepping on players no. and, and just being flat out dirty. I mean, you you like him on your team until he does stuff like that, and he starts costing you games. Well, so. it cost him the championship, too. Um, how do you feel about the game ball in the NBA, Stoney? I didn't realize there were two of them. Well, it depends on who you believe. Yeah. I mean, um, Carlisle said there were two game balls. They wanted to give one of their players. I forget his name. Um, his... Uh, Sheboy, Oscar Sheboy. Oh, yeah, from got Kentucky. His, yes, he got his he, first he, NBA points with the Pacers. So I think that's pretty cool. They and wanted... it just so happened that Giannis scored 64 points. The franchise record for the, for Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks. At home. Right. So if you watch all the videos, go on X or whatever, however you watch your, your social media videos, and they, they have it like soloed out. A Bucks guy has the ball. A Pacers guy come and get the ball from him. Mm -hmm. And so if anybody Giannis should be mad at, be mad at the guy that gave it up first off. Right. And then him running back to the locker room to go get that game ball. They have like the video and soloed out with yeah. the audio and everything. And then afterwards, like you said, Carlisle said they wanted to give a, a ball, which they normally do, to a rookie after he scores his first points. And Giannis is like, they say they gave me a game ball. It doesn't feel like the game ball. Right. It feels like a brand new ball. You think I would know? I would know if it's the I game ball. I was out there playing with it. So, dude, that was awesome. I know. And, and that's kind of, listen, I know it's emotion after the fact, but. Those are people that care, man. They care. After the, I'm sorry, I'm going to go off on the Pistons one last time. I'm sick and tired of seeing them shaking hands after the game and being buddies with the players. Like, you just got your ass kicked again. Go in the locker room and go talk to yourselves. Right. I don't need to see this buddy-buddy. And if you want to do it, go do it on Friday night when you're at their house and you play them again. Yeah. I just, it kills me, and I understand that's part of the game, it and yada, is. yada. Show some emotion. Show me that you don't want to talk to those guys because you're so pissed you lost to them. Right. I and mean, Monty Williams said after the game, we need somebody to be angry. Oh, did he really? Something to that effect. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Show something that you care, that this is pissing you off so bad. Show me that you're in the gym after a game working on your shots. Right. Remember we used to see Ben Wallace after missing so many free throws, he'd go back on the palace yes. floor, go work on it again. I want to see stuff like that. And maybe they are doing it, we're not seeing it, but I highly doubt that because there's plenty of people in that arena that go back into the arena to go see that stuff. So I don't buy that. And the last thing I want to bring up about the NBA Yes. Um, LeBron James, greatest player in NBA history, right? Yeah. Because he now has that midseason NBA tournament championship and the MVP of it. But I heard you guys bring it up on your morning show, which can be heard on 97 won the ticket from 6 to 10 a.m. with Stoney and uh, John Jansen, former Michigan State, I mean Michigan offensive lineman. <laughs> but they raised a banner, or they're going to raise a banner, right? Yeah. I think I that's the NBA. I don't think the Lakers had a choice on that. Well, it might be, and you know what? If so, be it. I just, I would have no problem if the Pacers won it and they put up a banner there. Yeah. But the Lakers, you go. I've been in that arena, and you see Kareem, Magic, Jerry West. You go on, Kobe on even, Bryant, even, yeah. you know, you want to go the hockey route with Dion and and Gretzky, and they have championship banners. Who's Dion? Marcel Dion. Oh, okay. Former Red Wings. <laughs> anyway. saying, wait, Dion played hockey too. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was like, wow, I yeah, do believe prime, now. Prime, prime time in every country, every sport. Um, yeah, it just, to me, it, maybe down, maybe after like five or six years of this, I'll say, okay, I get it. And I didn't mind. I, I liked the actual tournament. It was great. I mean, the championship game was a little lackluster. I think, um, you know, the Pacers, they – 
they're going to be one hell of a team in the next coming years. Yeah. And, and they show so I why. No, I had no problem with that. I had no problem with the floor either. I, I just think it's cool. the NBA that's like, listen, this is our first one. This is what we want you to do. We want you to treat it like it's the end of the year championship, which LeBron, I got to give him credit. He goes, this is not the one we're going for. Right. And so I, I, I actually, I have to commend him on that, which I don't like to do. But I think it was the NBA that was like, we're putting this up. It doesn't matter because you have to set an example. You're the Los Angeles Lakers, and so go do it. The more interesting conversation about LeBron is what happens with Bronny. Well, the Pistons are going to draft him next year, and then LeBron's going to opt out, and he's going to be a Detroit Piston. Which would be really cool. And Jay Nivey's going to have to give up the 23. I'm sorry. Or maybe LeBron will wear six here. Who yes. knows? But I just, the only reason, so I brought this up the other day to you, and Wojo like laughed in my face. And I'm like, you know what, Wojo, some of the stuff that you write about Michigan, we're in the same boat here, okay? And I just, he's going to go where Bronny goes. Yes. I am convinced of that. I am too. And listen, Bronny James is not a lottery draft pick. No. So maybe he waits another year. But if he does go, and he's there. What do you got to lose, man? You're two and twenty-two this year. You're probably going to finish with. Yeah, what's their over/under for the season year total now? Ten. I don't know. Can they get to ten? I haven't looked. I know, but can they get to ten? Yes, I think they can get to ten. So do I, because the end of the year, players are going to be resting, hurt, injuries, and I do think their next win. A lot of people are going to say San Antonio or Washington. Well, they've already played Washington. They've lost to Washington. So let's not, you, you know, going with the Utah, hope for that. the Utah game at home. I like, I don't mind Utah, and that's, but I think they're going to pop a team that we don't expect. Maybe that, at Atlanta somehow. Something, I don't, I don't know. There's, an, I can't look at the schedule and be like, that's no, a win no, right now. You can't. Do they break the record, Stony? Like when we're talking this time next week, have do they have a win? No. Okay, I don't think so. No, either. because this time next week it'll be Philly again, Milwaukee, and maybe at Atlanta. I just hope they start showing emotion. I hope. Monty gets tossed out of a few games. Show that he cares. The, fan, the fans care. They really do. And I know everybody's apathetic. But it would be wonderful to have a really good basketball team. That ain't going to happen this year. Just be competitive. Show that there's a future. Win some games. Because we love the – you and I love this team. We don't do this podcast just because we have to. It's just, It sucks that they suck. It really does. It, it does. And I, think, I just think with this, I mean – we hope for the best, expect the worst, and exactly. that's the problem. All right, next week, maybe win number three. Who knows? Uh, enjoy.